You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. But all eyes these days are pointed out west to Hollywood and the SAG-AFTRA union strike that has crippled and shut down Hollywood. Um, this is much publicized, been talked about quite a bit. And the reason we are opening up the playbook for this special episode of the most dramatic podcast ever is some of you reached out to us and said, Hey, can LZ get on and do what she does best? She's brilliant, beautiful. I added a couple of those things, but the way you break things down, people really appreciate it. I know you dove into this topic on your Instagram and a lot of people responded, uh, just how good you can kind of put this into bite-sized little nuggets for us. Wow. Thank you. That, that makes me feel like I'm like doing a little journalism again. It's been a minute for me. I've taken a break. I don't, is that what I do best? God, babe, I thought I made you laugh. Well, you do a lot of things really well. (laughs) And full disclosure, this is something near and dear to our hearts. Lauren and I are both card carrying members of the SAG-AFTRA guild. Yes. And look, the re- part of the reason we wanted to do this is because, look, when I watch CNBC, 
I'm confused. I don't know what's going on in the stock market. Like, I don't understand the world of finance. If a doctor tries to explain something to me, I say, can you give it to me in layman's terms? So we all have our own fields and industries, but this strike is historic. I'll explain why. It's making national and international news. And I think it's so important for everybody to understand why, because I actually think what happens in this strike could very much affect and set precedent in other industries. Oh, for sure. In huge part because, and we'll get into it, but one of the major issues here is AI, artificial intelligence, and how it could potentially take jobs. So... We're going to get into it all. Um, I also want to point out, you said, look, we are sag after members, but specifically what the union is striking about right now is a certain type of contract. Like some people have wondered, you know, how this will affect the TV and movies they see. It will affect networks, fall shows. You know, the Writers Guild is on strike as well. And you're not going to see some of those maybe new TV shows in the fall. Uh, things like Euphoria is probably delayed. Huge show for HBO, probably delayed well into 2026 by now because the writers are on strike. They can't write it. Now the actors are on strike. They can't act in it. Um, but because of the specific contract that's being struck, striked over, <laughs> reality shows, for example, can still happen. So you and I, um, you know, we, we mostly do hosting or I was in news. News organizations are still going. Reality shows can still happen. This like is, I think Love Island is in production right yes. now. It's, it's okay to move forward. That deal, I think, has another year for variety yep. slash reality shows. And then that'll come up. So yeah. there's specific contracts because our union does encompass so many people. sag after is radio hosts and TV hosts and mm -hmm. actors and actresses and background actors and commercial actors and movie stars. So it's a lot of people. Now... Here it is, simple terms, breaking it down. I would say there's three major things okay. that we're striking over. One, residuals. Two, just our wages, period. And three, AI. I'm going to start with residuals because part of the reason this is historic is, do you know the last time that SAG-AFTRA, babe, and the Writers Guild, the mm -hmm. Writers Guild have been striking about two months, and so now it's a huge deal that SAG-AFTRA has joined and is also striking do you know the last time we went on strike together? It was a while ago, before I was born. Since, I think, 1963, the 60s. Okay. I was, by the way, I'm old, but yeah, I'm not that old. <laughs> Back then, uh, a guy named Ronald Reagan was the president of sag Yeah. <laughs> getting it done for us, Ronnie. Um, Another great orator, as we're going to talk about Fran Drescher, the oh. current president, who is really on point and really emotional and passionate and fantastic. If you haven't, I would go watch her entire speech. We'll play a clip of it later. But Franny the Nanny, that's my president. Yeah. Yes, the president of the SAG After Screen Actors Guild Union is Fran Drescher, known as the Nanny. Yeah. Um, and she even referenced the Nanny in her speech announcing the strike. So number one, residuals. Back in the 60s, we both unions went on strike in large part for something called residuals. Now, what a residual means basically is, like at that time, we were getting frustrated because networks and studios were selling and reselling TV shows and movies, and they were continuing to make money. Like, picture that a TV show goes into reruns. You had Gunsmoke on at the time. Yeah, Gunsmoke was the most popular show in the world, mm -hmm. I think, definitely in the United States, probably the world, and you could just air that over and over, and the Cowboys would only get paid that one time. Right. So, you know, think about how many times shows like, like when I was younger on Nick at Night, I watched Laverne and Shirley. That was still in black. That was in black and white. That show was decades old already at that point. But Nick at Night's airing it over and over again with commercials making money. So actors said, hey, if you're going to reuse our work, 
we should get a little portion of that money, a thing called a residual. Do you get residuals checks for anything? I do. Yeah. For Bachelor, Bachelorette still, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, a bunch. I did a bunch of movies back in the day. Uh, still get little checks for that. And I it's know. funny. Sometimes you get like a 14 cent check. Seriously. And I think to myself, it costs more to mail me this 14 cent check. There needs, we'll get to that. And the other negotiation of the, all, they just, if it's under a dollar, just keep it and put it in a big pool for I don't know, a lottery or something. I mean, it's probably not worth the paper it's printed on. Um, but, so, but, I st- but I do get residuals and they are important. Well, back then we fought for residuals on the networks. Now streaming, the streamers have changed everything. Obviously, I'm talking about Netflix and Hulu and all that. And the thing is, many networks have created their own streamers, right? NBC now has Peacock. So the business model has changed. Now, I think, I could be wrong, but I think Hulu is or has at some point aired old seasons of The Bachelor. Yeah. Have you gotten residuals checks for that? I don't think specifically I have. I would get it when Hulu bought it. Mm. So say they bought it for $100. I would get a little small portion of that. Okay. But I think what you're alluding to is what happens when that is aired a million times? Exactly. Actually, one of the stars, um, um, Sean Gunn, who played Kirk on Gilmore Girls. Okay. One of our faves. You and I have watched love, episodes love of Gilmore that Girls, with your daughter, by the way. Taylor. Yes. Um, so he was on the picket line and he said, look, Gilmore Girls, Netflix bought the rights to air Gilmore Girls uh, to have it on Netflix. He said, it's probably one of their top shows. And think about that. The streamers don't release their data. Yeah. So when a TV shows in reruns, you could know, hey, I know exactly how many times it re- my, the show I was on re-ran and I'm going to get a check for every time it was aired and every time that network made money from commercials on it. But the streamers don't release their data. So Gilmore Girls could be, I mean, new generations have, have discovered Gilmore Girls on Netflix binge watching it. It's probably watched over and over and over and over again. But Sean Gunn, the actor who played Kirk, all these people are watching him, but he's not seeing any of that. And the right. streamers won't tell you how many times people are watching And they the are very protective of those numbers and those metrics. And you have no idea. And when it was ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and you know cable, we all use the same system. Nielsen ratings. Everyone uses Nielsen. So you know, okay, our show did a 0.8. It did 3 million viewers. What, it, what have you? You know exactly what you're doing. You know, we can argue if those Nielsen numbers are correct or not, but they at least use the same metric. Nobody has any idea what's going on at Amazon, Netflix, and, and the like. So when it comes to this, it's like in the 60s, we fought for residuals. Now we're fighting for it again, but because streaming has changed everything. And the union representatives for SAG-AFTRA have made this point many times. You've changed the entire model of our business. You got to change our contract that goes with it. You can't sit here and say that like, everything's different, but you want us to operate in an old way. And, um, I completely agree with that. And look, I think one good point is I've seen some people in the comments on social media be like, Oh, okay. Hollywood. Look, here's the thing. There's 160,000 members of SAG-AFTRA. Most of those people are right. not the Angelina Jolie's and, and the Jennifer Lawrence. And that's the thing we have to kind of making millions. Yeah. You think Brad Pitt, George Clooney, as soon as we say Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence making $20 million in her last film. No, like that's the 0.001%. You're not seeing 99% of that iceberg that is underwater, which is a bunch of people grinding it out 
just making rent, just like everybody else in the world. They just love what they do and they've chosen this profession. Right. Background actors, yeah. commercial actors. And just bit part actors. I mean, yeah. And then look, it's, it's a difficult job. There's a lot of rejection. And part of the reason we have to have a union and be protective is it's an inconsistent job. It's not a nine to five. Right. You can work and, and be in like a great, you know, movie, literally you could be in a, a star in a movie one year and then not work again for two or three years. So I think the residuals thing is really important. And, uh, basically, you know, these streamers don't want to, they, they don't want to tell you how much your work is being used. Like, think about that. It's kind of crazy when you think about it, like a lawyer can have billable hours and tell you, here's exactly how many hours I worked. And I want to be paid for that. Actors are saying, we want to know how many hours people are enjoying our work and we want to get paid for that. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT and T in car Wi Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi Fi for up to ten devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always. 
pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. So from residuals to point number two, which is wages, simple living wages. On that note, um, this is pretty short and sweet. What the union representatives are saying is that, and keep in mind, you guys, the unions tried to negotiate with, they tried to negotiate with the, let me get this acronym right, the AMPTM, oh, I'm not going to get it right. Help me, babe. Yes, it is the AMPTP, which is the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. That is who uh, essentially SAG-AFTRA is striking against. Because we've been negotiating with them. We should point out, the unions had been trying to negotiate with them on a new contract for weeks upon weeks, if not months. We were actually supposed to negotiate our contract before COVID hit, if you remember. And then COVID hit, and we said, okay, look, we'll allow a pause on this. It's a wild time. It's unprecedented. We don't know what's going to happen, so we'll delay. Well, then COVID changed the industry even more, right? Like people aren't going to the movies as much. So all the more reason to now strike because even more has changed. So we have tried to negotiate with them. And the whole living wages thing of it is, per our uh, union chief negotiator, uh, Duncan Crabtree Ireland, he said that they wanted actors to make less money in the future than they have in the past. He put it that simply. He said, uh, no, we would not agree that we would agree to a wage that in the future our our union members were going to be making more money than they are now. We wanted them to factor in a little thing called inflation. So just basic labor desires. But it's this third point that I think is really at the crux of this and really at the middle. And and I have to, can I introduce it? Please. It's AI. Artificial intelligence is really a big part of this negotiation and this strike. And you broke this down very eloquently when we were talking about it. Well, really, I almost, I was paraphrasing what our chief negotiator, Duncan, um, said. Let's play a little piece from the press conference where he and the other uh, negotiating team announced that we'd be striking. Here's what he said that the un- that the, uh, the studios and networks potentially want to do in the future with artificial intelligence and actors. They propose that our background performers should be able to be scanned, get paid for one day's pay, and their company should own that scan, their image, their likeness, and should be able to use it for the rest of eternity in any project they want with no consent and no compensation. So there you go. I thought he explained it perfectly. And I got to give a shout out to him and to Fran Drescher. They killed it in that press conference. They have broken things down in such clear terms for people to understand. And how scary is that? Well, I I went into that. I listened to that press conference with you and I thought, okay, look, I I would like to be open-minded and see both sides of this situation. And I thought in the coming days, I want to hear how the Alliance Motion Picture and Television kind of rebut this whole thing. What is their take on it? They have not. Like, no one's denied anything that they have said from this press conference that all of this was what was trying to be kind no. of forced down the union's throat. I was shocked that. Right. You thought maybe there's a miscommunication. Yeah. Well, or maybe, one they're, side's maybe they're, maybe they're, yeah, maybe they're trying to exaggerate a little bit to make our case seem a little stronger. You know, it's what you would do. No, I actually listened not. to a podcast Duncan did. He did our friend Matt Bellany's podcast, yeah. The Town. And he doubled down on that because Matt asked him about it. And he said, no, no, no. I was like quoting a document there. They want 
to scan an actor, pay that actor for a day's work, and then use that actor in perpetuity as artif- via artificial intelligence. So if that doesn't scare everybody at home, I don't know what does. That scares me. That scares me not just as a performer, but we all have to be aware of how these companies, because I think something critical that's happened is studios kind of used to be run by creative people, Mm -hmm. people who valued the art form, who wanted to make good movies. In recent years, like many industries, studios have gotten bought by bigger companies and now it's like numbers cruncher, money people at the top who are very focused on their stock price and their bottom line they're going to want to go for what's cheap, for the cheaper chicken. How can they make a movie cheaper? How can they make more money? And I'm not saying that makes them like villains, but I am saying that we have to stand up because no, you can't get paid for a day's work. And think about that. They're saying they want to use your likeness in perpetuity. So they—they're really what they're saying is potentially just eliminating the job of the background actor. They're only going to have artificial intelligence playing background actors in every movie. And that's a lot of money. And that's enough, by the way. That's enough to be scary and that's enough to fight for. But I, I see that going any even further. And just for, just for reference, background acting, that day work is vital to the economy of Hollywood and to so many people getting their start in this business, getting your hours up, getting your numbers up, being a part of the union, sometimes leading to a speaking part that can change your life and your career. That is what happens. I've never been on a movie set and I was luckily lucky enough to be in several movies that didn't have extras. Um, I was the night of the strike. I was watching one of my favorite shows on one of the streamers and there was a court scene. And my immediate thought was, they'll never have to fill a courtroom again. Mm -hmm. They'll fill it with AI figures and you'll only pay the three lawyer people that, you know, the the people that are the main characters in this, you'll never pay the background. Take a, you know, one of my favorite movies, Moneyball. You can fill up a stadium, a great movie like Rudy. You can fill that stadium up. You don't have to pay people anymore. And that is big work. I will say the union is not saying, the union is actually not saying you can't use AI at all. The sag after isn't saying that. But they're saying we can't allow you to pay someone for a day and then you own their likeness in perpetuity. That is wild. Like, look, we've I'm sure they've CGI'd big crowds of people at this point. That's not that different than artificial intelligence. If you think about like how much CGI is done in movies now, I'm not saying you gotta, you know pay a million background actors, but you can't own someone's likeness. You can't use you and you can't use me and you can't use my, yeah, you can't use my expression, my likeness. That's, that's very different. And, and what's scarier is when you come in, I forget the, uh, the actress that, that came out and said, Oh yeah, they, they scanned our likeness and face when we came in and our expressions and you can use that in purpose. You could use that for an entire new show. You could use it for a movie. I mean, think of this. This is on a crazy scale of AI. Daniel Craig could be James Bond forever. Well, he, he, he'll never age out of it. We'll just keep him at this age now. And by the way, I think that's very real. I mean, you've heard they're recording new Beatles music using AI to recreate John Lennon's voice. Yeah. Now, I think what our union is saying is we know that's coming. We're not rejecting the future. We're embracing it, actually. But you have to pay people for their skills, for their talents, for them. And I, you know, and if you look at it from the writer's perspective, the Writers Guild is actually being a little more intense about it. They say, we want to promise in our contract that AI is not going to write scripts. Because like one thing I didn't realize was, for example, there's no like copyright law 
on AI right now, or at least very little. Right. So what a studio could say is like all movie, if you've seen a movie, the script's available to find online. I could Google bridesmaid script right now and I'd get the entire script in a second. So what a studio could say is we're going to have AI read all of Aaron Sorkin's scripts. And then we're going to tell that artificial intelligence to write a movie in the style of Aaron Sorkin. So where's the copyright protection there? Because you're kind of almost plagiarizing Aaron Sorkin in a way, but they're going to try to have the AI do it because it's cheaper than And then you could bring in maybe a writer or two to punch it up and make it worthy for the network. And so there's copyright issues there. Um, And also from the writer's perspective, I mean, they could just... And I worry like for just the quality of, I mean, I think about, think about how much we quote movie lines or we quote TV yeah. shows and how a TV show or a movie emotionally connected you. I mean, I mentioned Bridesmaids. Touches your soul. I still quote Bridesmaids probably once a week. I'll be like, there's something, there's someone on the wing. She's churning butter on the wing or ready to party. So I quote that movie all the time. I'm sure studios intend to have AI straight up just write scripts. Even if you're not trying to do it in the style of someone, they're going to want AI to just write scripts. And I can't even think of the quality that we're going to start to get. We're going to become dumber as a society, I think, and really living. Like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to reject the future, but I don't want to live in a world that's lacking the human experience. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 
1-800-273-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I think the biggest point out of this, to go back to the actual strike, that you hit the nail on the head. Fran Drescher, the president of the union, as well as the chief negotiator, said, the union is encouraging AI. They believe in AI. They know that that's where the future lies. It just can't be unfettered and unchecked. We need some checks and balances. We need some precautions taken. And you got to do it now because if you don't, the cat's out of the bag and, or as we like to say, the toothpaste is out of the tube and this thing's over. And so you got to make this stand now and doing it with the Writers Guild is the right thing to do. But I like the fact they're not fighting it. They're encouraging it just Let's all yeah. put our arms together and do this and right. And we're seeing this, and this is why I bring it up, because again, we're seeing this across industries, right? I mean, just in May of this year, it was a headline everywhere that like 350 of the top experts on AI published a letter warning that they think AI is potentially what you said, a Pandora's box and could, quote, pose a, an extinction to humans. When are we going to sit up and take this seriously? By the way, you know what industry called all this out? The movies. I mean, (laughs) The Matrix and The Terminator. And like, when are we going to say we need to put some regulations on this? Because the problem is if it goes unregulated and if at at any point somebody takes it too far and experiments too much, we have a serious problem on our hands. Probably in some small ways that's already happened, like in government stuff that we don't even know about. Okay, so those are kind of the three pillars of what everybody's fighting for. And I want to point out, we are striking because we couldn't, I mean, per our union, they tried and, and the studios and, and this, the networks just wouldn't give on things. Mm-hmm. And you got to meet in the middle at some point, or if you don't, that's how a strike happens. And the studios walked away and that's what caused now, this strike. I want to ask you, you've been in this business longer than me. You know, not since you weren't born in the sixties, but I remember working with John Wayne <laughs> Did you, did you ever do anything with Reagan? Yeah. You and Reagan hitting it up together? Yep. Um, what do you think, knowing, you know, some of these big wigs and stuff like that? Oh, well, and I should point out a huge part of the reason people are frustrated. I'm sorry for backtracking, but just the amounts of money. I mean, you and I have, ha- have dealt with this every time you go to negotiate, and everybody deals with this at work, but for your job, for your contract, you're told, you know, money's tight right now. Gosh, COVID made it hard and all that. But then how do you argue with some of these CEOs making tens of millions hundreds, of dollars? No, no, hundreds, hundreds of millions. God, I'm not good at math. Yeah, these CEOs are making hundreds of millions of dollars. And so I think the unions are frustrated because they're like, our people can't make a living wage. And you've got one person in your company yeah. 
And if you could just rearrange some of the money, reallocate and be a little bit It would smarter, be a rounding error on your tax return to fix this problem. A hundred percent. I mean, I think about Amazon and I'm not, I'd look, no hate to the people who work at Amazon, but they made that show is the most expensive show ever. The Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. That show costs like $450 million or something. And who really watched you it? You might as well have just burned it at the bottom of a canyon. If you took that $450 yeah. million and paid the writers better to right. get some of their hit shows, like Jury Duty was a big hit for Amazon. I mean, just reallocate. Just be a bit smarter about how you're spending your money. So we are in an, right now, we are at an impasse. And I was going to ask you, knowing these CEOs and such, what do you think could happen from here? Well, that's, that's, that's what I was going to get to with you of where we are in all this. Um, there are, and again, this is, I mean, you're, you're basically betting and on a coin flip here. Is this going to go longer? Yes. I mean, my guess is the, the studio will back away and use the cover of summer, which is the doldrums of production anyway. There's usually not new TV shows yeah. on the network. You're not in production. You're not really doing much. So, and there's no new TV shows. So you're not going to really notice anything. So let's just let this go a little bit longer, maybe into September, October, when everybody has to re-engage because that's when we're going to start feeling the heat. And I say we, television viewers, people that want to see their shows will start feeling this. But I think we're going to get a couple of months of let's just see how this goes. And, and that's what, that's again, totally guessing. This is a coin flip. They could come back tomorrow and this whole thing could be solved, I don't but gonna I don't think it's going to happen either. Well, we've seen, you know, we love drama here at the most dramatic podcast ever. This is also bringing some big time like Hollywood insider drama. There was an article in Deadline, which is just an industry news publication, and they quoted an executive anonymously, not on the record. But this person said... The, the goal of the AMP mother, what is it? The AMP TMP. <laughs> yeah, the Alliance. Oh God, of the Alliance. That, sounds, yes. that makes it sound like a Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. The Alliance. We're against the Alliance. They quoted an executive who said that they, their goal was to hold out and to make the writers suffer so much that they would become homeless. It was a really silly thing to say. And I know the Bob Iger interview from Sun Valley was not a great look either. He was given the interview from Sun Valley, Idaho against the mountains talking yeah. <laughs> about how the lowly writers aren't being reasonable. Okay. So yeah, it hasn't been a good look. And, and so far the Alliance has not done a good job of, of getting their ducks in a row. And that's what's, that's, what's difficult about this is it's not just this small group, as you said, anymore. There are so many massive industries when you're dealing with Amazon, Apple, Netflix. Companies with different motives and different financial right. situations. NBC, even though they have a streamer in Peacock, they're in a very different financial model than Apple. Apple makes their money from iPhones. Right. Amazon could, wants you to buy underwear oh, and Clorox. Apple could sit with this strike forever because yeah. they're beyond cash positive from iPhones. Their main product is not TV shows and movies. They have different priorities. And I think that's going to create drama and infighting within the Alliance, because I think they're going to get to the point where the networks are like, we need new TV shows. And Apple's like, no, oh, we don't really care. And I think there is already that infighting. I think there were people that were very unhappy that that one quote about people being homeless. Yes, this came was the out. drama. Apparently, there were a allegedly, reportedly, phone calls back and forth. Who said this? This isn't how we're supposed to be presenting ourselves. But here's one thing I don't think mm -hmm. that the alliance was prepared for. <laughs> we need music. Dun dun. <laughs> they were not. You know what the music we need is? The nanny theme song. 
They were not prepared for Fran. Our union president, Fran Drescher, listen to just a snippet of the speech that she gave. After hours of negotiating, the woman is exhausted, and here is the fiery speech she gave at the press conference announcing the strike. How they plead poverty, that they're losing money left and right when giving hundreds of millions of dollars to their CEOs. It is disgusting. Shame on them. They stand on the wrong side of history at this very moment. You cannot change the business model as much as it has changed and not expect the contract to change too. We're not going to keep doing incremental changes on a contract that no longer honors what is happening right now with this business model that was foisted upon us. What are we doing? Moving around furniture on the Titanic? It's crazy. So the jig is up, AMPTP. We stand tall. You have to wake up and smell the coffee. We are labor and we stand tall. She killed it. And I don't think what the studios realized is like, that's somebody people know. You know, our president isn't someone you've never heard of. And I will say it's different. No shade to the Writers Guild, but there are 11,000 people. SAG-AFTRA is 160,000 people and some very recognizable faces. And look, I know the nanny. I care about the nanny. And I think people are going to listen and sit up and pay attention. And I would definitely listen to the nanny before I'd listen to this studio executive who makes hundreds of millions sitting in on their private jet. But one of the things that you can't do when you are in this strike and a part of this union is you can't go out and promote your, your work. You can't promote your movie. So this dropped, this news dropped when they were doing the premiere of Oppenheimer in London and the actors walked off the red carpet. They, they left. And, you know, so you will start to feel this. Your late night shows, when you see your favorite actors and actresses, they're not going to be on. They can't come on and talk about their new movie. They talk about their new TV show. So it'll affect the late night shows. Those will probably go dark and the writers. So the, the ripple effects are already being felt as Oppenheimer and Barbie are about to release and Mission Impossible. And you're not going to see these stars out doing the talk shows anymore. Well, and what that might mean is they're taking to Instagram and hopefully the picket lines and talking about the issues in a way that people understand and will listen. And, um, you know, I say a Fran Drescher, that's my president. I really, I love her. I think she's very relatable and I think she made all this really easy to understand. And I hope we've made it easy to understand today. Um, Fran, we want you on that wall. We need you on that wall. (laughs) See plagiarizing a great movie. Again, I think that this is going to potentially set precedent Mm -hmm. for lots of industries, especially, like I said, on the AI thing. And certainly everybody understands right now inflation, how hard it is to make a living today. Um, And that, you know, we're fighting for our future. That's really, I agree with, I hate that striking and, and Fran said this look, we don't want to be striking because we don't want people to be out of work. We don't want to negatively affect the uh, economy of Hollywood and and many places abroad. But we have to fight for our future because 
Otherwise, it's only going to get worse from here. And so this is a historic moment, just like the residuals thing was in the 60s, just like when the internet first started and, and writers had to first fight to get paid for you know their work being used on the internet and that kind of thing. This is another one of those mile marker moments where we have to stand up. I hope this helped. I hope you understand a little bit more of uh, why this is going on and maybe what's to come. And we'll follow this. And, and if, uh, you know, we'd love to hear your comments, leave them in the uh, comment section below or shoot us a DM at the most dramatic pod ever. But thank you so much. And LZ, thank you for doing this. Hey, thank you, Fran, for doing this. Thank you, Fran. And I hope you enjoyed us opening up the playbook once again. We'll talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.